Welcome to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. I'm Josh Elledge, founder and CEO of UpMyInfluence.com, where we turn entrepreneurs into media celebrities, grow their authority, and help them build partnerships with top influencers. See, we believe that every person has a unique message that can positively impact the world, even you. Stick around to the end of this show, where I'll share info on how you could be our next guest. Three times a week, five to 15 minutes each, learn from successful business owners and professionals. It's time to get inspired. Let's go. All right, Dr. Ross Carter, you are a two-time number one best-selling author, international speaker, business consultant, and stem cell expert. That's <laughs> thank you so much for joining us. <laughs> thank, thank you for having me. It's an honor to be here today. Yeah, so tell me about uh, your path to becoming a stem cell expert. And by the way, I should note one thing that I didn't include is you are the host of uh, the uh, the Regenerative Warrior podcast. So uh, to the person who's listening to us, you love podcasts. Um, Dr. Ross, if we could start off, maybe just tell us what the Regenerative Warrior podcast is. Well, um, I got involved in regenerative medicine probably about eight years ago and because of an injury for myself. And so that's where I got started in regenerative medicine. And as I got more educated and, and got more involved into the field, I wanted to help other doctors because I knew I noticed there was a problem in the industry is not a lot of people understood it. So I started learning more. The more I learned about it, the more I wanted to educate other doctors on what the truth was in this industry. So that's why I created the Regenerative Warrior podcast is so that people could understand the truth and hear it from a different perspectives uh, from the, the experts in the industry, scientists and, and cell biologists and just any expert in the industry. I have them come on and, and explain to us more about the topic. So that's why I created it. And it took off. It really did. There's a lot, there's a lot of listeners now that really gain a lot of information from it. Yeah. And so what is your education and your professional background that kind of sure. brought you up to this point? Well, actually, when I graduated uh, my college, I was actually a chiropractor and I graduated in 1996. Um, and in Atlanta, I grew my practice fairly quickly. Uh, but the challenges started occurring is uh, in the chiropractic profession, um, you know, it just started to not be the best place to be. And we, what we did was integrate our office. And when you integrate an office, you bring in medical. So we were able to offer the best of both worlds, medical and physical rehab or chiropractic care together to help patients get better, which was a great combination. We continued to do that. But then, like I said, I had an injury back in 2011, I believe, late 2011. I decided when I was 41 years old, to start to, I was single at the time. So I was like, Hey, you know, I need to meet more people. So I was thinking I should join one of those leagues. Do you remember the, I don't know if you have those in, in Orlando, but there are these little leagues you can join. They have softball and baseball and basketball sure. and soccer. And they had one that uh, draw, uh, grabbed my attention. It was called dodgeball. I don't know if you remember dodgeball, but I used to <laughs> remember, I remember the movie. You know, the movie. Yeah, exactly. Hilarious. Exactly. Well, so, so at the time I was like, that sounds awesome because, you know, all I remember was when I was a kid, I loved the game. So I started playing or I joined the league and, and I'm like the senior there. I'm like the senior citizen. I felt like a chaperone more than a, another person, but you know, cause everybody was 20 years old. I'm thinking, okay, well I'm 40, 41. So we start playing this game. It's going great. And then one time I threw the ball wrong 
and I landed on my back because my knee just blew out. And I've never had an injury before in my life, right? And so, so I was limped off the, the, the court and went into my car, and that was the end of my uh, dodgeball career. And what happened was I had uh, torn my ACL, I had uh, injured my meniscus, and, um, and I actually caused a minor fracture too. So I recovered generally from it, but as a physical rehab doctor, which is what I was really doing, we were doing physical rehab. I was limping around and it didn't seem congruent with people when I'm like, Hey, I'm going to help you with your knee problem as I'm limping. You know what I mean? So I was like, this is not best, maybe the best uh, route and it wouldn't recover. I could strengthen it, but it it wasn't recovering like I should. I was always favoring my other leg. And so I just, I, I, I went to an orthopedist. I don't know if you've ever had this experience, but I went to an orthopedist I'd heard many stories about orthopedists, but I've never actually been in their office for a procedure. I had friends that were orthopedists and I went in there and basically he walked in with this kind of, you know, nonchalant saying, well, you're going to have to have surgery and we either have an op two options. You're going to either have to use cadaver tissue for your ACL, or we're going to take some of your, your healthy hamstring muscle and use that. And I'm like, yeah, I was like, "Mm, I don't think either one of those sound like a great option. So I was like, I have to find a better solution. So that's when I started doing this crazy research. And that's when I learned about something called stem cell therapy. But it wasn't something that was really available here. I didn't, I couldn't find it here. It was out in Thailand. So I was, I had some time off. It was coming up on the, on the uh, holiday season. It was in about October. I was like, you know what? I'm going to go to Thailand because I've always wanted to go there. And I want to learn about this because I need to be normal again. If I can get this thing solved without surgery, this is the ticket. So I literally booked a trip to Asia and I was there for two, three months. I learned all about stem cell therapy there. And basically they were taking stem cells and they were regenerating tissue and it was helping people prevent surgery. And I thought, this is awesome. So I did a procedure. Uh, It wasn't instant. I mean, honestly, it took about a month, but after a month of time, I was back to my normal self, whatever that would be. And I was walking normal. I didn't favor my other leg. And I did it all without having surgery. And that was 2011, 12. Uh, and, and it's what, 2019 now? I mean, right. and I still haven't had knee surgery, by the way. So it worked really well for me. And that's when I said, you know what? If I, people need to know about this. This is incredible what it can do. Um, and there's just no, there was, at that time, there was really no information about it. It was only negative. I mean, all I knew about stem cell therapy was like things like where, you know, Lolly, the Dolly, the lamb, you remember that, you know, or sure. the, the, yep. the big deal with uh, President Bush where he was saying, we're not going to fund, you know, embryonic stem cell. And it was immoral. I mean, all I thought heard about stem cells was negative. So I was like, you know what, there, there's some really good things and you can use it as a regular person to help your own body heal. So I did it and it was amazing. And we actually converted our office we removed all the physical rehab, we removed all the other services, and all we started doing was regenerative medicine, and we specialized in that, and, and we grew the practice really well. And, and I'll tell you how we did that also. I'd like to share with you that. Yeah. Well, that, I think, and that's what you're very well known for, uh, is that, you know, you, you built a thriving practice, uh, but today you actually do a lot of work with other medical professionals uh, to right. help them grow their own of medical practices. Absolutely. So what, Dr. Russ, what's the current state of stem cell therapy in the United States in terms of, you know, can I go get treatment or do I still need to go overseas or into other countries? 
Well, the FDA has a, has a lot going on with it right now. They're trying to determine what you can do with your own body and your own cells. So there's a lot of different uh, issues going on. There's really seven different types of stem cell therapy. If you get down to it, you can get stem cells from your bone marrow. You can get it from adipose tissue, and that would be from your own tissue uh, or your own body. And then you can get it from donated sources. Let's say you can get it from a placental tissue where, where you can get it from amniotic, the membrane that surrounds the baby. You can get it from the cord tissue itself. That's the uh, umbilical cord. You can get it from cord blood. You can also use something called exosomes, which are completely different, but they, they also have a very similar effect. And you can do with your own blood, which is called PRP. So there's really a, a variety of different ways to regenerate your body. It just, they're just, some work better than others. And it depends on your age, your health. I mean, there's a lot of different factors. With the FDA right now, they're trying to minimize the bad, what are called bad actors, which mean people that aren't being compliant with their rules and regulations because the FDA considers if you take, a, if you take your own stem cells and you grow them in any ma- manner or change them at all and you inject them back in your body, it's considered a drug. And the, the FDA is in charge of drugs. So if they think it's a drug, then you are uh, making a drug and you can't do that with your own, even with your own cells. So it's a big, it's a big button right now that's going on. So there's a lot of challenges in the industry. I mean, honestly, I would, if I was looking at doing this, you know, as a provider, you know, you, you've got to be real careful where you go. I mean, there, there's probably there's right now, I would say there's better options externally, um, say in Panama or Mexico or even overseas, because they, they have, uh, they have the ability to do things that we're not really allowed to be able to do yet. Now, in the future, maybe they, they will, but right now it's a, it's a very volatile industry, extremely volatile. Yeah, so overseas, it's, it's regulated. I mean, it's, it's uh, I'm sure it's the Wild West there, but there's probably some sort of uh, you know, certification, authorization, something where it has, there's some oversight. Uh, right. Where, a consumer, I can look for that. Whereas yes. in the United States, we just don't have the certifications yet. No, because uh, what we can do, what we can do overseas is, for example, you can take um, a placental stem cell or your own um, adipose tissue has a lot of cells in it, a lot of stem cells in it, and you can take those cells and isolate them and grow them into a massive quantity of uh, what's called MSCs, mesenchymal stem cells, or um, signaling cells, and you can inject those into your body, and that will accelerate the healing of your own body. We they can do that overseas, but here it's considered a drug. So, you know, so that's why I say, you know, a, a lot of the things people will have to go overseas if they want to get the 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 most high end levels of stem cells that are available. Now, you can do you can do stem cell here. You can get it from your own bone marrow but it's going to be more age dependent because as you get older, the amount of stem cells in your bone marrow goes down. So if you're a 20 year old athlete, it will work really well. You can also get it from your fat, but the, uh, but now to get it out of the fat, you have to use these enzymatic digestion, which is considered more than minimally manipulated. So the FDA said you can't do that. So it really restricts the the ability of us to use what we're doing. Well, I, look, I, I could spend a whole yeah. hour talking with you about this. And so I think probably the best thing for me to do would be to go back and start listening to some Regenerative Warrior podcasts. 
<laughs> well, I've got a lot of, I mean, some amazing experts. Uh, because I had a podcast, we were able to, um, you know, connect with some high level people that, you know, me as a, just a general doctor or general consumer was not able to go to. Now I, I would talk to the experts in the industry that could really tell, you know, explain to me the truth about these things that are, you know, real experts. And I like that. So because I had a podcast, I was able to do that. And so talk to me about um, what happened. Uh, let's go back uh, when you made the shift. Mm-hmm. And what were the things that you did that uh, enabled you to grow your practice so quickly? So, all right. So basically what I, 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 when I first started doing this before pretty much anybody in Atlanta, which is where I was from. Now there was other places in the other parts of the country that were doing it, but it was very not well known. So I needed to educate the public on what it is and what we did. So I didn't know how to do that. We tried to do social media marketing. Didn't work out so well. Uh, We did newspapers. We did um, some radio things. But the problem is people didn't know what it was and how it helped people. So they just had this negative stereotype. So it just by crazy chance, I was out at an event. I was doing a health fair and there was another another, um, business owner there and he had a line of people at his booth. So I was like, okay, why is everybody at this guy's booth? I went over to his booth and, and he, what he was doing was he was taking his book. It was talking about what his business did and he was giving out to prospective clients and he would get their contact information. And I was like, this is brilliant. And I I talked to him and he said, this which changed his entire business. I mean, that's how he got all his clients. He would give away his book. He wasn't selling his book. He was giving it away. He would get their contact information and then now the, the people would look at him as the expert in that industry. I mean, he's got a book, clearly. So I was like, oh, my God, i got to do this for myself. So, so I was like, okay, I'm going to write a book. And uh, so I sat down. Now, keep in mind, I am not the best writer in the world, neither mm-hmm. nor did I have a whole lot of time to write a book. I, I really didn't even know exactly what I was going to write about because I've never done it before. So I, was, I spent, I don't know, probably six months trying to write this book. It wasn't panning out. Eventually, I said, you know what? I neither need to write the book and get help or just stop. And so I decided to hire a coach, and I did. And he helped me to figure out how to you know, write a book quickly, which is what I needed to do, and explain and create what's called an authority book. And an authority book basically talks about you know, a specific condition that you help with, or in this case, I was talking about joint conditions. And how I did it, but not only how I do it, but how I do it better than everybody else. Because when you are the best, people now look at you as the expert. And that's what they did with me. And they came to me because they're like, I want you. I read about you. I know about you. And, and so now I'm the expert in this industry. And, you know, when you're the expert, people treat you like one and they pay you like one. And so, yeah. so what I did was I wrote, actually, I have a copy of this book, right? It was called the, it's called Dr. Stem Cell. And I use and, this and for book. those. Yeah. And for those who can't see right now, oh, hold <laughs> up the book. It's, it's, it's actually, it's not a big, thick book. It's, it's a paperback. It looks what under a hundred pages. Oh no, no, no. This is about, this is about 140 pages. Oh, okay. Okay. Great. Great. And, oh. and so what was the, um, so 
you worked with the coach, um, you yep. got the book written. Um, and how do you, how did you decide to do the actually, you know, to get it printed? Did you go through Amazon? Well, at, at that time, this was before that it was, uh, I did it through uh, something called create space. Oh, well, so create I, space is, is, is connected with Amazon. Correct. Now it is. Now Amazon owns it. But back then I did it through create space or, you know, self publishing. I didn't do the yeah. traditional publishing route and I published the book and then I needed a platform to, to share it with everybody. So I would go yeah. out to events and give them out. And, and I, and I called it my million dollar business card because, okay, so you take a business card. Let, let's say I have this business card and, and you know, when you go out to an event, people throw these out, like, you know, constantly, they're like trying to get yeah. business from this yeah, little yeah, yeah. piece of paper. It has no value because what does it tell somebody? Just your contact information. It doesn't share with them how you're an expert or an authority on your topic. It doesn't say how you solve their problem. So I was like, you know what? I have a better idea. Instead of using one of these and giving them out because I know they're going to throw them away, I would use my book and give this out as my business card. I know that sounds a little weird, but I would literally take a book and I would, and and so I, I developed this technique where I would take the inside cover and I would write my contact information. Like I would give them a direct access number. I say, if you have a question about whatever, contact me at this number, like, you know, skip the front desk and I put their name in it and I would sign yeah. it and, and all this. And guess what? No one would throw this book away. Now my right. business card was gone within a few seconds. My book right. is probably still in their <laughs> bookcase. I mean, think yeah. about how, how many people throw away a book. Yeah. Who throws away a book? Yeah, Nobody does. We still respect the books and believe what's in here is true. You know? Yeah. It's kind of funny. I, I just rewatched all of the Marvel movies in preparation for uh, <laughs> uh, Avengers Endgame. And uh, I think it was Iron Man 2 or 3, I think 3, yeah. where he meets the one guy in the elevator and he goes, uh, Well, here's my card. And he goes, Well, I'll take two, one to not use and one to throw away. <laughs> Uh, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so if, if you happen to be in an elevator with Tony Stark and you give him a book, maybe the book would be a, a work a little bit better. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny. I actually, you know, I would go out to places where celebrities went uh, and I would give them my book and I would. And what was crazy is people, the people that were interested, they would call me. They would call me. So I'll give you an awesome story. Uh, you like, do you like Tony Robbins? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've been, so I've been to, I actually would, was invited by Tony Robbins to, uh, to speak and teach his business mastery group. So. He's an amazing. Yeah, I'm connected. I, he's, <laughs> my, he's my fo- most favorite guy ever. I mean, I think he's right. an amazing guy. So Tony was coming to, where was it? Atlanta, where I lived. And um, they had these like a little one day seminars. And then they had the, you get the, best special and you get a meet and greet. And so I was like, okay, I want to meet Tony. Cause I, you know, I've respected him. I thought he was an amazing guy. And so they had this, you know, you, you, you pay $50 to get in or $2,000 to get a meet and greet and get a picture. And I was like, you know what, let's do it. I'm going to do it. So I went with a purpose and plan. So I took my book. I didn't even know if he would give a crap. So I took my book and I hid it because they made sure, you know, you can't take your phone in there. I mean, they literally strip searched you. But I yeah. had uh, like I had the doctor's like pockets, so it was low, so they didn't kind of see it. It was, it was flat, so they didn't look for it. So I got in, and I'm waiting in the line, and I'm like, I'm sweating because I know what I'm about to do, right? I'm about to give Tony Robbins, my idol, this uh, book, you know, just with my, and it had like all my contact information already ready, right? 
So I get in there and I said, Hey, you know, I, you know, you're awesome and all this great stuff. And he was so nice. I mean, the guy was just so genuine and just, you know, you can just feel when somebody really cares. He was like that. And, um, and, and I had like a, I had like an outfit like on this with my doctor name on it. And he says, Oh, what kind of doctor are you? Well, I, I said, I specialize in regenerative medicine, stem cell therapy. He goes, that's really cool. I, I, that's an area that I'm really interested in right now. And I was like, oh, well, that's really interesting because I brought a book. So I pull out my book and I said, hey, and, and I've got it signed and my information in here. If you have any questions, uh, I'd like to give this to you. And he said, yeah, sure. Just give that to my assistant. And, uh, you know, I was like, you know, I gave it to him and I was like, cool. That was all exciting. And, you know, we got our pictures. So two weeks later, it's a Sunday night, about 8, 830. I'm sitting there working at home, right? This is Sunday night. I get a call and it says um, unlisted number or unknown number or something like that. Okay. So when I get those calls, I know it's a telemarketer. Somebody's about to try to sell me something. So I came on, I would say with a little attitude, I'm like, hello, you know, and then I hear the voice of Tony and I'm like, (laughs) you know, about, I thought I was going to pass out. It was crazy. And he says, hi, it's Tony Robbins. Is this Ross Carter? And I'm like, you know, I'm like, Oh, like, yeah. Hi, Tony. <laughs> great, great to hear your voice. Yeah. Now, it wasn't his assistant. I didn't know this was going to happen. It was him calling me personally. He called me and we chatted for, oh God, I mean, he was literally asking me everything about all the stuff in my book. Um, you know, he told me that I needed to edit a little bit because, the, you know, had some words that weren't so good. But, uh, you know, I'm not a writer. I told you that from the beginning. But anyway, he yeah. called me. We talked. He gave me some some great advice. Literally did kind of like a business coaching session with me. And, oh, my gosh. Uh, huh? Oh, I said, oh, my gosh. Getting, you know, a business Tony coaching Robbins session directly. I literally got coached by Tony Robbins. I was writing like a crazy person. Like, okay, do this. He's like, here's what you do. I mean, and he just like tell it. He doesn't soften it he doesn't go well he goes do this do this do that i mean literally Mm -hmm. sincere do it i'm like going okay i got a million dollar coaching right now here we go i'm literally listening to everything he's doing so one of the things so after after we were done with the call or at the end of the call he said hey i don't know if you're interested but um i'm actually going to be in new york city to do one of the my upw seminars and i didn't mention at the time i follow all of his seminars so i'm like really Yeah, yeah Thing. I didn't know that. I'm like, I knew about that. And he said, yeah. I would like to give you and your wife front row tickets to that, that event. There's about 15,000 people that are going to it. Would you like to go? And I was like, um, I would. Thank you so much. That's very considerate. And sure enough, uh, I got free tickets to uh, the Tony Robbins event. And it was, wow. it was, a, it was amazing. It was, and it was because I had a freaking book. If I'd given him a business card, you know how long oh, that would have yeah, lasted? Right. Exactly. No, it wouldn't have done. And I've done this several different times. Like um, one quick one, I I met um, Diamond Dallas Page. Now, most people don't know who he is probably, but when I was in my late, in the late 80s and early 90s, there was a lot of wrestlers in Atlanta and I was a big fan, I I have to admit. And Diamond Dallas was one of the, he he was a three-time champion. And during Christmas time, uh, me and my wife were about to go to uh, It's a Wonderful Life at the movie theater because she never, she's from Columbia and she'd never seen it. And uh, I saw him and I'm like, holy crap, I'd love to talk to this guy. And so I went to my car, grabbed a book, came back. And, and I was like, uh, so I was like, what do I, you know, what do you say when you walk up to a celebrity, you know, hi, you know, like everybody else does. So I walked up to him and I say, hey, Diamond, I, I loved you. You know, you did a great, you know, amazing career. I, 
if you have any problems with your joints or knees, I help with that. Here's my book. Um, here's yeah. my numbers in the front. Just give me a call. Guess what happened? I worked with him. Amazing. Yeah. You did some right. testimonials for me, listen, all that listen, stuff. Listen, Dr. Ross, you got me, you got me convinced. You got me yes. convinced. Like, it's you like I've, I've written the equivalent easily, the, written the equivalent or produced, you know, video content or easily the equivalent of three to four books. Easy. Exactly. Most people have. Uh, so I need did to get this all put together. When you talk for two minutes, if you transcribe that, that's about a page of content. Okay, so if you do that, this this is one one of my techniques. I call the um, rapid authority creation method. It's uh, it's in my new book, the Million Dollar Business Card. Um, basically, what I one of the techniques is is you sit there and you talk about a topic for ten minutes a day, at least. Just try to do ten minutes. Yeah. That's five pages of content. You do that six days a week. You have got thirty pages. You do that for four weeks. You've got hundred and twenty pages. And that's just words, plus, you know, pictures and other things. You've got a, re- a book in one month of time. That's one of my quick, quick ways to write the book. And that, that was taught to me. And, but obviously, you need to know what to write about. But you can get the content. And it's not as hard as you think uh, if you have the proper guidance and, you know, know what you're doing. If you don't know what you're doing, it's going to forget it. You know, it, it takes forever. And it's not worth trying to figure out. But that's right. what I went through myself just so that I could learn how to write my own book. So tell me about uh, the million dollar business card that sure. you, you actually, you, so uh, how do people take this kind of next step with you? How can they get help from you so that they can have these same experiences? Yeah, absolutely. I uh, actually, um, I have, uh, it's, it's on Amazon. If you, you search my name, um, put uh, the million dollar business card and my name, Ross Carter, it should show up. You'll see me handing money, a million dollar business card. It's a, like a dollar bill, but it's a million dollar bill. And they can find it there. And in it, I, I go through some stories. I, I went, go through why I decided to write this book and, and, and my path of where I am now. Because one of the things is I, I had a, a, a large regenerative practice in Atlanta, but I was only helping a few people at a time. I mean, you can only help so many people one-on-one. And I honestly was kind of selfish. Because, I, you know, I wanted to help people, but I wasn't helping other people in my profession. And um, I don't know if you remember back in October of last year, there was a hurricane that hit Panama City, Florida. Do you, do you, sure. did you know about that? Oh, yeah. My son, uh, working on his Eagle Scout, actually went up there for a couple of days and helped with uh, the uh, cleanup. Well, my parents live there and I grew up there myself. Mm. That weekend, my, my birthday is October 13th. Uh, but the weekend, the, before the weekend hit, we were like, um, me and my wife were like going down there because my, my parents are getting a little older and I want to spend some time with them. So we went there to, for my week, birthday week. And we, we looked at the weather to see if we were going to hang out at the beach or not. And we saw there was like a, you know, it was going to rain because there was some kind of little storm over the Mexico, over, uh, Yucatan Peninsula. But you know, we didn't know like, okay, it's going to rain. So we zip on down there. And the next day we're watching and then suddenly this storm in the peninsula became a a class one hurricane. And we're like, oh, that sucks. And we're like, is it going to go right to Panama City? I mean, they didn't know where it was going, but they said it might go to there. And so we literally, you know, we're like waiting it. And it just quickly became two and and it was just getting bigger and going right for where we were. Literally directly, we're in the direct path. And I'm, and, and then we got all this, you know, everybody saying, get the heck out of here. You know, this is going to be a bad storm. And my parents, 
are not leaving. They never leave. So I'm like, okay. I felt, I'm like, okay, now I'm going to put up the, uh, we put up the wood and try to protect the house as much, but they, they never got injured or uh, problems with their house because their house is really strong, but it's by the water. It's a six feet of uh, surge. Their, their living room's underwater. So I was like, crap, you know, this is not going to work. And I'm like, why don't y'all come with us? And they're like, no. So I said, okay, here's what we're going to do. I rented a little house. Now the, the owners of the house, it was above sea level. The owners of the house had, they left and they said, you want to stay? Go ahead. So they had boarded up the bottom part of the house and I rented that house. And I was like, okay, please stay with us at this place. I mean, you're close to the house, but not too close where you can get, you know, the, the flood damage. We didn't, we didn't think anything like major was going to happen. Well, uh, turned out something major happened. So the, the hurricane, it was, uh, it was, um, October 10th, I think it was um, Saturday or Sunday, something like that, Monday, one of those days. Anyway, so it's like 10, 30, 10 o'clock in the morning and we're like looking out and it, it looked a little weird, but there was no wind. There was nothing. Everything was fine. I'm like, maybe the hurricane turned around. Maybe it stopped. Maybe it's gone. Then about 11 o'clock, then it started hitting. You know, we got the outer bands. The place started just uh, getting really windy. I don't know if you've ever been a hurricane, but um, yeah. it's, it's not a pleasant point, experience. Man. I mean, not, thankfully, nothing too bad. Just some heavy sustained winds, and we just had our uh, roof replaced uh, from uh, uh, some hurricane damage a couple of years back. Wow. Well, so it, it got worse and worse, and I mean, literally, uh, the house started falling apart. I mean, literally, pieces were falling. Things were flying up. I mean, it sounded like a constant tornado outside the door. It was unbelievable. I'd never seen or heard anything. The sound was just bizarre because of the way – the wind was whipping through the things and it, and the upstairs glass wasn't protected. So the glass broke in and the wind was pounding the inside of the bedrooms and it was actually pushing up on the ceiling. Eventually it got to the point where it actually pushed up through the ceiling and opened up the roof. Now my wife at that time when that happened was literally helping trying to catch all the water because the water was coming in. She was capturing water and she was up on the upstairs because it started pouring in from the top and I'm yeah, like, no. I'm like, where the hell is she? Because we were on the downstairs. I grab her. I'm like, we got to go. And I'm literally running down the stairs with her. And then that's when the ceiling collapsed right where she was. Ooh. I mean, she would have been seriously, seriously injured because that, you know, it was a heavy ceiling and wood and everything. It was crazy. So, uh, I mean, it was like, oh my God. Okay. So I had that epiphany moment of, okay, my life is, I need to change my life. And I was like, you know, if I can get through this and we're not going to die because, you know, you get to that point where I don't know if we're going to make it. I mean, something's going to happen. So I got to that moment. I'm like, I need to know what's important in my life and it's to help more people. And I knew what I was doing in my little practice wasn't doing enough. So I was like, I'm going to change everything if we get out of this. And fortunately we did. Uh, uh, hurricane Michael was, was upgraded to a class five hurricane, which is the fourth large, uh, uh, strongest hurricane to ever hit the United States. The sustained winds were 160 miles an hour. When I left that house, I, I grew up there in that area. I couldn't recognize where I was going. I was literally, where are we? Because the trees were gone. All the buildings were destroyed. And it, was, it looked like a bomb had gone off. And I, could, I was like, I, I don't know how to find my way out of here. My cell phone wasn't, of course, working. I mean, there was no power anywhere. It was insane. So once I once we got out of there, it, we we literally drove to Jacksonville that night. It took I mean we got there at two in the morning 
but they, they didn't sustain any damage from the hurricane. And, and I was like, okay, I'm changing my entire life. We're, this is it. Wow. I'm not going to play this small life that I was playing. And that's when I changed everything in my life. I'm like, I need to help more people. I'm, that's why I'm going to start my podcast. I'm going to uh, make a book on how, we, you know, how to be successful in business. And I, I re- literally changed my entire life. Yeah. Yeah. It's those moments of clarity. And usually, usually it is around some, I, I've seen this, I've experienced it myself. I, you know, I left corporate America when I had a uh, scare with my two-year-old daughter at the time. Uh, she had downed a, a bottle of cough syrup oh, no. and uh, got rushed to the ER. And, and that was the moment. And that's when I decided, you know, um, I, I need to stop goofing around here. I, I feel like I've got a bigger calling inside exactly. me. So I, that's, I, I had that, that experience and that it, it'll change you. It really will. And that was, you know, I, I will never stay for a hurricane again, by the way, that's uh, that's the last hurricane I'm going to go through. <laughs> the hurricane's yeah, coming. Yeah. Floridians, man. <laughs> yeah. We, it's just like, I'm <laughs> out of here. Story. Always Goodbye. a story. People that want to ride it out, please. <laughs> well, great. So, well, Dr. Carter, um, so congratulations on the new book. Yep. What, what cool stories, uh, like, you know, again, being able to, I mean, you know, from an authority standpoint, uh, the fact that you can tell people that you essentially were coached personally by Tony Robbins as a result of just having a book, <laughs> yeah. you know, of being able to work with uh, pro wrestlers yep. again just because you have a book. Uh, that is just so inspiring. So I cannot wait to get my hands on the million dollar business card. Uh, and thank you so much for putting this together. That's and uh, thank you. where else, where else can people follow you and, and find you and connect with you? Well, if they want to, they, if they go to my website, drrosscarter.com, it'll have all the connections. Uh, you can find out more about the regenerative medicine center in Atlanta. You can find out, you can uh, listen to my podcast, which has got some, you know, if you really want to listen to high end stuff about regenerative medicine, it is absolutely the, the best place to go to listen to that. It's really more for doctors, but uh, because I, I didn't take the approach of trying to stay in a lower level, I want other doctors to know. But it, as I, I know, I have a lot of non-doctors who listen just because they want to know the, the cutting edge information, which is what I provide on there. So if they want to listen to some really high level stuff on how to how these things work and all the different types and all these things, uh, it's a great podcast to listen to. Awesome. Awesome. Dr. Ross, thank you so much for joining us. And again, uh, you know, you can listen to the Regenerative Warrior podcast. And then of course, everyone can find you at drrosscarter.com. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for listening to The Thoughtful Entrepreneur. If you are a thoughtful entrepreneur or business professional who would like to be a media celebrity and be on our show, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. And while you're at it, take our free quiz and learn your authority score. That's available for you right now at upmyinfluence.com slash quiz. And please do us a favor. If you liked the guest that was just interviewed, Would you share this episode on social media? Also, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. See, we believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill our mission to help create more media celebrities. 
Make sure to hit subscribe, binge listen to our previous episodes, and we'll send you the next episode three times a week, automatically, five to 15 minutes, exactly what you need to inspire yourself just a little bit more, learn from others, and grow. With that, thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Revolution. Thank you.